0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the episode of Just Say Aguae. I'm your host, George Quay. Today, I'm joined by Berkeley Catton of the Spokane Chiefs in the Western Hockey League in Canada. He's a highly rated prospect for the 2024 NHL Draft, had a lot of experience in international play for Team Canada. Berkeley, thanks for on the show. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, so how's this busy year been? You played in these international tournaments, many different types of teams. You're playing in the WHL. It is your draft year. I know players don't like talking about that, but it sounds like it's really busy, but how's it all been for you?
1: It's been really good. I mean, you know, I love playing hockey, so it's it's been good. I, uh, you know, got to go over a year up there twice in the off season, and then now I'm back here in Spokane and uh, we're rolling pretty well over here. So, you know, it's been really good.
0: Yeah, definitely awesome when the season gets underway. So could you just touch upon where you're from more of the, what was the hockey culture like there growing up? Maybe some players you looked up to from there, teams you rooted for, things like that?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I'm from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Up up in Canada, it's it's uh, the most simple way to say it is it's, it's a hockey hotspot up there. Everyone plays, everyone loves the game. So, you know, me and my buddies growing up, we were always had a stick in our hand, whether we were at the outdoor rink or, you know, just playing ball hockey. But everyone kind of knows the game there. and. We all just grow up loving and playing it, and you know, looking up to the guys who are you know in the NHL from from up there, like uh, you know the Shen brothers and and Chandler Stephenson. Now he just won a Stanley Cup, so guys like that, it's really cool to see, you know, how they've done so well in their hockey careers and grown up in the same spot, gone to the same rinks as us, and you know, kind of gone through the same process with the same teams and everything. It's it's really cool, and yeah, the coach the coaches and and people there just really want what's best for us. You know, it's it's all about development and and showcasing yourself. Yeah, it's 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 an awesome spot to grow up.
0: Yeah, sounds like a great place and a lot of inspiration. And what's got to be motivating for you is just the fact that a lot of those guys were in the same spot year and, you know, not too long ago trying to get to the NHL. So obviously, if you want to further your hockey career and be successful, you got to make sacrifices. And you made the decision to go to uh, Shattuck St. Mary's. What a hockey school. Sidney Crosby played there. Macklin Celebrini, who uh, seems like the most uh, unanimous number one pick right now, he played there as, as well. What led to that decision, and what was that experience like?
1: Yeah, again, I I know Mac pretty well. He's one of my good buddies, and, you know, we're kind of with uh, the same agency and talk to the same guys. And with COVID and everything, hockey wasn't really rolling too much in Canada. It was, you know, the restrictions were kind of stopping everything, and... And Shattuck, it seemed to be all all going pretty well. And I talked to him and he played a full season the year before when I was kind of in COVID or whatever. And, um, yeah, I just talked about how great of an experience it was. So I I decided to head down there. and Yeah, it was was unbelievable. Um, Like I said there, everyone just wants to keep pushing you to the next level. And uh, probably one of the biggest things I would have noticed from there is just how big the off-ice is and, like, in the gym. And it's maybe... It's, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing I noticed, which was, which was super cool. Then, unfortunately, I kind of, um, you know, a little injury and then I rehab was taking a bit. So I went home to get rehab and then I was feeling good. And then we kind of talked with Shattuck and stuff. And, you know, the school was so behind and stuff. So I just ended up staying at home and finishing my season back there, but at home. But no, it's, it's so cool. And like, uh, Cole Eisman was there as well, Macklin. There's just, so many top top end guys and everyone wants to get better, which ends up making you want to get better as well. You know, the, the couple couple times we're up at five in the morning, first guys at the rink, three of us, which is pretty cool to, you know, just trying to get better. So experiences like that are something I'll, I'll look back on and appreciate.
0: Yeah, what an amazing place to hear so many great things about it and the alumni. And obviously you're going to be one of that part of that group one day. I know that you haven't been far removed from Shattuck's, I just want wanted to talk about in terms of being there. you know you're from Canada, but a lot of players that you played with take the college route, including Cole Eisenman and macklin Salbruni. was college ever on your mind because you know, you're surrounded in a culture where college is the uh, next best move for a lot of people,
1: yeah, for sure. and kind of the way I look at it is either way you go it's 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 unbelievable, right? there's I talked, you know, talked to a couple guys who went college, talked to a couple guys who went Went to the Western League or the CHL route, and there's there's pros to each each one of them. And when I was down there, I I it was really cool. And Shattuck is basically like a mini college, right? So that was a really cool experience, and I really enjoyed myself there. And then you know, coming back home, it's just ever since you're a little kid, I'm from Saskatoon, going to go Blades games all the time, and you just kind of grow up in that kind of culture. So it's it's a pretty tough thing to turn down, which um you know. I kind of looked at the experience that uh, I had ahead with, with the Western League and I thought that was the best route for me and I've, I've never really looked back since then.
0: Yeah, and it's all about making the best decision for you and whether you do go to the college route or back to Canadian Junior. It all works out for a lot of guys. So back to going to the WHL, you're with Spokane. What did you see early on that made you realize that it was going to be a good fit for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, they kind of show you a picture of the rink and it seats, you know, 11,000. It's a... It's a high class facility so it's something like that's really really motivating when you want a guy to go play there then the fans too are just absolutely insane and um yeah it's like the craziest thing I've seen with with junior but um then I've Adam Beckman he's with Minnesota wild and their program he's from where I'm from back home and I talked to him prior to the draft and just how he was a guy who maybe, didn't get the most amount of looks from, you know, scouts or whatever. Then he kind of came here and he said he really developed his game, um, developed his confidence. And now he's playing pro hockey. And he just said it was an all-around such a great experience. And you'd almost be kind of dumb not to go go to Spokane as it's one of the, if not the best uh, place to play the WHL.
0: Yeah, and clearly it's been such a great start for you. Um, a lot more games left to play in this uniform, but clearly off to a great start. I want to talk about this because last night Connor Bedard scored his first NHL goal. You had the opportunity to play against him. What was that experience like?
1: Well, it was actually kind of funny. He uh, he was at the World Juniors when we played them, so I you know he was out tearing tearing it up against guys in the World Juniors. But yeah, we played there, and yeah, he we, I, we didn't get to play him, which kind of sucked. But I've heard lots of guys that have It's pretty cool experience. They said,
0: yeah, a lot more stories ahead. Speaking of. Team Canada, you know, you've had a lot of experience playing for Team Canada. You've been named a captain for U17 and the Helen Gretzky Cup, which you'll get into, played in the U18s. What's it like just to play in these tournaments? You know, you have so many goals growing up of wanting to wear the leaf, and all of a sudden it happens, and you're playing in these tournaments, winning medals. You know, what's it like to kind of realize that in terms of that part of your hockey life and your goals with that, you did reach it?
1: Yeah. I mean, that first time putting on, your country's jersey is an unexplained feeling. It's, you know, you, all these guys that have worn that jersey and what they've done for the game of hockey, and then you get to wear that jersey. It's, it's such an honor. And when you're in that jersey, it nothing matters, no points, no self. It's all about representing your country and winning hockey games. So it's, it's just so cool and how Hockey Canada handles everything. You know, you go and you just, you play hockey and you try to – when they handle everything else, you always have the best food, the best, you know, resources. So it, yeah, it's it's top top end stuff. It's really cool.
0: Yeah. What an honor and a big honor as well. You got to wear the C a couple of times with Team Canada. What's that like just in terms of that situation? Because there is a lot of pressure. But I'm sure you looked around and realized that there are some guys that uh, in their previous teams before Can Team Canada. You know, they're captains on their team and they weren't they didn't get to be captains for Team Canada. What's it like just to have that uh special privilege?
1: Yeah. Um when when you kinda get to the with the whole team and everything, you're it's just the team, the coaches, the management. It's it seems like your own little world. So all that outside pressure didn't really matter and you know, um and I kind of there was so many guys on the team, like you were kind of saying that are just leaders, right? So getting picked as the captain was, was such an honor. But going back to that pressure, you know, we we never really felt any of that. Even after that game when we lost to Finland there, we probably weren't supposed to lose to them. we didn't we didn't feel anything. Everyone within that room, uh we kind of moved on and kept going forward and it obviously ended up working out pretty well uh, with a gold medal around our neck. So yeah, that was that was such a cool experience there in the olympic Gretski Cup. Uh lifelong friends forever. Uh, that I'll have forever. And it seemed, we were together there not very long, but it seemed like like so long with, with how close we got with with each other.
0: Yeah, brothers for a lifetime. And I've talked about this with guys like uh, Brendan Offman and Logan Stankoven. They've, they've been on the show. They're highly prospects for yeah. their team and uh, won World Juniors. But they said, you know, when you win at the young age of 17 and 18, it, it kind of really becomes a second-team family because you're trying to go win a World Juniors after that. You know, what was it like just to win it, especially I know you watched the World Juniors in all these tournaments growing up, but to experience it because not too long ago, you know, Dylan Gunther last year, Kent Johnson, they won in overtime. And you got to experience that by winning in overtime at the Link Aggressive Cup. How different is it just to, you know, win it and be playing?
1: Yeah. um, The fans in that final game were insane, Um, you know, everything the checks they were they were awesome that whole game and then they had the fans on their back as well so we were kind of almost the underdogs in that that final final overtime game but like i said that that group was just so tight it was it was so cool to see and then you know malcolm um he just you know he's a guy that i think likes those big moments like that so he he took advantage of that and scored that big goal and for how many people and how loud that building was it sure got real quiet real quick which is so cool I, the only people you could hear were our parents up in the in the stands yelling but no it was that feeling I almost don't even remember the for like five or ten minutes I just completely blanked out so uh yeah that was just almost feels like a, a dream now with how how amazing that experience was
0: yeah and as a kid you you dream of winning in overtime. you know it's like with basketball and hockey, you know, baseball at the walk-off, you wanted to walk <clears> off the winner, You know, and you guys do that. I know this is a specific question. What's it like uh, playing with a guy like Michael Misa? And the reason why I ask that is just because we all know the coverage right now in terms of the highest rated prospect in recent years is Connor Bedard. I think people in the United States, because of the fact he's playing at BU, are starting to see that Macklin's going to have an unreal season and probably go number one. But it seems like Michael Misa's after that and, 2025 most likely, Um, what can we expect from a guy like him before, you know, the attention does shift to him?
1: Yeah, for, you know, I give lots of credit to him because for a guy that, you know, has all the eyes on him and all the whatever, he could be a really, you know, cocky kid or whatever, and he's just not. He's a a really good guy, and he's a guy you want to be around, a guy you want on your team. So everyone knows how good he is at hockey, but I don't think most people know that he's a really good kid as well that, you know, wants to win and, wants to be a guy's teammates can count on. So, yeah, uh, credit to him for that.
0: Yeah, it's going to be an exciting few years with players. So I know people don't like talking about their draft year. It's so far away and you have a lot left to play for in terms of the draft. But what's it like just being a part of these last couple of years in terms of the draft? You know, last year we had Bedard and Fentilli and Will Smith and Carlson, guys all over the place that are really going to be big players. In this draft, you have guys like yourself, Iserman and macklin who you played with seems like and I think in 10 years people are going to look back at these last couple of years and say these are some really special groups that you know changed the game and were really successful
1: yeah uh, just you saying that it's kind of surreal to you know to be playing in the NHLs it's something I I believe I will and 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 stuff but just you know it's something that you you really you dream of and you watch and you wear these guys jerseys and you Pretend you're them and all this stuff. And then, you know, eventually to be one of those guys one day that hopefully kids can look up to is, is all you can really ask for with this game. So, you know, just, but for right now, I'm just kind of trying to stay where my feet are and, you know, next practice, next game kind of thing. But, you know, the odd time to kind of look at that and be like, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. But I'm, I'm a guy who doesn't like to, you know, look too far ahead. I just want to keep playing, keep doing well and keep, uh, yeah, having success, so.
0: Definitely a great approach. Work hard and the things will take care of itself. Exactly. Last last question just has to do with you got a big game coming up this weekend. What's the key to getting a win?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, we don't play these guys very much, Brandon. So um, my my good buddy, Roger McQueen, who I've grown up with, and he's another guy in that Michael Mesa draft that you'll have to watch out for. But yeah, it'll be exciting to play him. And they got a good goalie net that, Carson and obviously Nate Tadness in the ninth overall pick. So they're, they got lots of skill and it's not going to be an easy game. But I think uh, the way we're playing as a team right now and just making the right plays, making the simple plays and, you know, not forcing anything. If one bad shift or a bad period, doesn't matter, flush it out, go have a, go have a good next shift. So, you know, uh, just all about positivity. And that's kind of what we've been trying to build our team around here is I I believe that that's the, the biggest part to success. So just... If everyone has a has a decent game, I think we have a really good shot at them on uh, this side. Yeah.
0: yeah, definitely should be a great game. Berkeley, thank you so much for on the show. Best of luck, and we'll stay in touch.
1: Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it.
0: All right, have a good one.